What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into the news. And the news is that we finally have a Super Bowl matchup to talk about. But first, let's recap this weekend's games. And, uh, yeah, let's get into it on this episode of One Stop Shop. So, I think yesterday Tom Brady just kept on adding to his legacy. Now he has the opportunity to go after his seventh Super Bowl title, obviously, six with New England. And his first opportunity with a different team in his career. And one of the coolest things that can happen in the Super Bowl is the storyline that Tom Brady has the opportunity to lead his team to a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Obviously, the Super Bowl is being held in Tampa Bay this year, and that would be insane if they could complete their season and win the Super Bowl in their home stadium, just like a regular home game. You got to think that they have a slight advantage over Kansas City at this point, but that is what it is. But let's break down this game. Tom Brady had a back and forth kind of game. He had three touchdowns and three interceptions. He was 20 for 36, 280 yards. Playoff Lenny Leonard Fournette, 12 carries for 55 yards and a touchdown. Chris Godwin had five receptions for 110 yards. On the other side, Aaron Rodgers was 33 for 48, 346 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Aaron Jones, six carries for 27 yards. They kind of contained him. And Tampa Bay's defense was hitting pretty hard during this game. Devin White, obviously, he's been a spark plug for their defense all season for them. And big efforts from Mike Evans and Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller seems like if you're not paying attention to him, he's probably going to be scoring a touchdown. So you got to be paying attention. Obviously, Tom kind of sees a lot of Scotty Miller that he saw in Julian Edelman probably. He's like a smaller slot guy that could break out and take the game into their own hands. Jason Pierre-Paul, who is a former Giant, obviously he's had his own controversies in his career, but it's crazy to still see him contributing even in the later part of his career. But I was a big fan of him before he uh, left the Giants, so that would be cool if he could get another Super Bowl with Tampa Bay also. And... I respect Tom Brady. Obviously, I went to college in New England, and I was around a lot of obnoxious Patriot fans, but a lot of them are my friends. But, uh, yeah. But they look at Brady like he's a god, and, like, 
honestly, like, just because I'm from New York and don't have the same attachment to the Patriots organization and Brady in general because I'm a Giant fan, like, we had Eli equivalent and won two Super Bowls. Like, they had Brady for over 20 years. Like, one six is the equivalent to Michael Jordan in sport football, obviously. And now he could get an elusive seventh championship, which would make him not like he's not already an icon, but he would be the true goat of football if he wins this and have the opportunity to win it as a home game, essentially, would be insane. And that would kind of like cement his legacy even more. So a few things about Aaron Rodgers in this game, like obviously you have Devontae Adams, who's one of the top receivers emerging in this league, especially this year. He really started to be getting a lot of attention from the media. And uh, he's establishing himself as one of the top players in this league. So one step with Devontae Adams, like, and he might score a touchdown. Like, on the touchdown that he scored, he literally was being covered. And then he takes one move to the left side of the field, and he scores a touchdown. So you got to be really careful with these wide receivers these days. And, like, their speed and agility is the reason why, like, they're able to be elusive and have, like, that one move that's going to give them a touchdown over not scoring. So Aaron Rodgers had a few opportunities to score yesterday, and he kind of failed to. He could have ran the ball in for a touchdown, which would have cut the game even closer than what it was. And he decided to throw it, and it was incomplete, and they didn't score, and that ultimately cost them the game and a chance to go to the Super Bowl. So you got to think in those situations a little bit more heads up, I guess. And even a player that's as great as Aaron Rodgers Messes up sometimes. But let's move on to the AFC Championship game. Josh Allen was trying to lead the Buffalo Bills to the Super Bowl. But Patrick Mahomes did in fact play. And I said this. If he didn't play, the Bills had a shot. But if he did play, it's a complete different story. And Patrick Mahomes did, in fact, start yesterday. He was very effective. He was 29 for 38, obviously not too phased by any probable concussion or anything like that. 
he had an, an, a very effective game. Josh Allen had a pretty good game. 28, 48, 287 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. And he had seven carries for 88 yards. Cole Beasley had seven receptions for 88 yards. Darrell Williams had 52 yards on 13 attempts for the Chiefs and one touchdown. And Tyreek Hill had nine receptions for 172 yards, a big day from the Cheetah. He's a crazy athlete. But the Bills started off this game 9 nothing, and then uh, Casey would really answer in the second quarter going and scoring 21 points. <laughs> and it would be 21-12 at halftime. And then Casey would put up 10 in the uh, third quarter. Buffalo would only score a field goal. Now we put them ahead, 31 to uh, 15, going into the fourth quarter. And then Casey was able to uh, come away with the victory, even after a lot of crazy special teams plays by Tyler Bass. He was able to get an onside kick to go for him. And obviously, Casey, defender, bobbled the ball, and Buffalo was able to get it back. And they were trying to score some points late and try to get some touchdowns back that they gave up in the first half. But obviously, they were not able to. And Josh Allen's legend year... I mean, this is the year that Josh Allen fucking arrived, and I'm a fan. He's going to be one of the better young quarterbacks in this league for quite some time, and he'll be back, and this is just his first opportunity to be this far into the playoffs, especially with the Buffalo Bills franchise, who has been longing for some success, and they finally got it this year. So. Congrats to them for just making it that far, but congrats to the Chiefs for making it to their second straight Super Bowl. And Andy Reid for getting them there. And Eric Bieniemy, And obviously Patrick Mahomes is a true fucking savage. He can overcome adversity from time and time again and get the job done. And he's a true professional. So now we move on to the Super Bowl and Tampa Bay is taking on Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Like I said, it would be really cool for Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl in his home stadium. And especially for Tom Brady to win a Super Bowl with his new team after he left New England after so many years, after playing there his whole career. 
And this is the first year that he was able to get there in his new uniform. So obviously I'm going to be rooting for Tom Brady to beat Patrick Mahomes. But the storyline here is can they go back to back and can Tom Brady get seven? I really like that matchup and it's two faces of the NFL that you couldn't really ask for more. Two really solid teams who have good defenses and insane offenses. You got Tom Brady with Rob Gronkowski, who came out of retirement just because of Tom Brady, and he wanted to be there for Tom Brady. And Gronk has said that he will only play for Tom Brady as his quarterback. So I guess they're kind of with each other until they retire at this point. Obviously, Gronk's a lot younger than Brady, but yeah. And then you got Patrick Mahomes, who has Tyreek Hill. And Travis Kelsey, among other major big players on the defensive side with Tyron Matthew. This is going to be a really exciting game, but I think I'm going to take the Buccaneers just because of the sake of history here. But it's history. It's going to be historic either way. Okay, well, that's enough of me talking about that. So, last night the Knicks unfortunately lost to the Portland Trailblazers in a very close game. was watching that right after football ended. It's a great time of year to have basketball back, obviously, and one of the best things about watching the NBA is that there are so many young players that have the opportunity to become household names, like Emmanuel Quickly on the Knicks, one of our draft picks from this year out of Kentucky. He's really starting to emerge as a really decent scorer. And we've needed a solid scoring guard for a really long time. And last night he dropped 31 points. He was 9 for 18 from the field and knocked down all eight of his free throws. Obviously, Damian Lillard was on the other side. He dropped 39 points, 11 for 17 from the field, and knocked down all of his free throws as well, 11 from line last night. R.J. Barrett kind of had a off night. We got one of our better shooters back last night. Alec Burks get 18 points. And he was 5 for 8 from 3-point range. Julius Randle had another solid game. He put up 25 and... Seven rebounds. And, yeah. But Isaiah quickly, man, 
he's obviously a talented player. He came from Kentucky. Obviously, John Calipari is one of the better coaches in college basketball. And he breeds good top players in the NBA. So it was really good that the Knicks were able to grab quickly in the draft this year because, like, he could be a solid scorer for for us. Like, we need, like, scorers. We can't just be sitting there all game anymore. R.J. Barrett's been shooting the ball a lot better as of late also. Last night, not so good. Didn't take too many attempts, though. And, uh, yeah, the Knicks are 8-10 and 10 now. And uh, they continue to be there in the games, though. They're not just giving up like how they have been looking in previous seasons. And at least they're looking competitive right now. But, yeah, moving forward. So, today is a pretty big KIF collab. It's the Simpsons collab with KIF. And they're dropping a bunch of stuff. Some hats, sweaters, t-shirts, socks. And uh, they even went as far as recreating the uh, Simpsons living room. And the uh, KIF store in Soho in Manhattan. Pretty dope. I saw some pictures online. Like, you were able to go there until, like, tomorrow. But uh, they also made, like, their own donuts with this local donut shop that looked like the Simpsons donut with, like, the pink frosting and shit. So, like... Kiff really goes all out when they're trying to do these installations and collabs. Like, they try to really let the customer have a cool experience that they'll remember. And then they have stuff that makes them remember a time in their life. Like, when they were, like, fans of some of the stuff that they do collabs with. Because Ronnie Fig has said that, like, a major influence for Kith is, like, being able to do collaborations with brands that he was a fan of when he was younger. Obviously, sports are a major influence on him. Did the Knicks collab, Yankees. And um, just, like, lifestyle stuff. That's pretty cool. But... For this Simpsons collab, I'm going to be going for some t-shirts and maybe a pair of the socks that look like the uh, clouds from the opening title sequence of like the older episodes. So I was a fan of the Simpsons when I was really young and I still will occasionally like watch it, but... In my basement, like, I have a drawing that I did when I was in, like, elementary school of Bart Simpson, and, like, (laughs) it just, like, it's pretty cool that, like, a brand is doing something with that, and, like, obviously, like, that was a long time ago. I was probably, like, eight or so, like, but 
it's definitely an iconic show. It's been around for like over like 30 seasons at this point. It's like one of the most successful cartoons like ever. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's at 11 o'clock today. They're dropping the whole collection, Kith and the Simpsons. Dropping some hats and a bunch of stuff, bunch of t-shirts, sweatshirts. It's the first big collab of 2021 for Kith. And obviously, we're looking forward to seeing how they uh, progress as a brand in their 10th year this year. So, yeah, now we're only a couple more weeks away from the return of Supreme for the spring and summer collection for 2021. Obviously, we're really excited to see the lookbook that drops in probably two weeks. And this is the first time that we're going to be seeing what the new company, the VF group, what they have in store for the brand Supreme. And hopefully they don't commercialize the brand too much because that's going to kill the hype. Uh, We don't want that as people who collect and my friends that resell and that would honestly like be the worst thing if they made it overly saturated with the uh, quantity that's available. Obviously, by keeping the limit, bleh, the limited quantities for certain items that are hyped up, that's how the resale market is generally uh, based upon. That's what it's based on. Uh, like the certain items that are gonna be worth something down the line, and the collaborations are pretty much like the things that are like worth having, like no matter what they are, because like it's something that will never be seen again. And the thing with Kith and Supreme, it's like. And Palace and FTP, and I really fuck with Chinatown Market. Chinatown Market's dope, and, like, you could basically cop something from them, like, anytime. Like, it's some drip. Like, they do a lot of collaborations with, like, a lot of celebrities and stuff, like, all the time. So, like, that's definitely a big brand out of L.A. And, yeah, I get collabs with them all the time. They do stuff with FaZe Clan. They've done stuff with, like, YG, fucking, like, they make these basketballs that are basically, like, one of, like, their calling cards at this point. So, like, it's, like, one of their accessories that they'll do, like, every single drop, and it's different. And, like, one of, like, the basketballs that they dropped was, like, a a Sherpa covered basketball and it's like a pillow so like that was fucking dope i had to cop that <laughs> finally just got here the shit's comfy as fuck <laughs> yeah but 
I'll do the net. This has been an episode of One Stop Shop. I thank you for listening. And let's have a good week this week, guys. It's cold as fuck out here in New York. I really hope I can get a vacation soon. But until then, peace the fuck out, guys.